This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you know you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, unlike the Owls, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So there's only one thing left to say. What's everybody having? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means you'll get some tasty rewards later on. And between you and me, if you order just before kickoff, you can get it just in time for half time. But I've not told you that. Only via the app at participating restaurants, 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery free and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. See you later. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything, from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure, 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. The Wednesday Week is sponsored by the Riverside Cafe, new outside bar, now open on match days. gentlemen and a very warm welcome to the Wednesday week, the Sheffield Wednesday podcast. I'm Lord Hillsborough and with me on the line, first of all, we have Mr. Marriott. Jamesy, how been? How the double are you? Do you know what? I'm fine, but how are you? Because you sound poorly. You sound like you're I'm not at very death's well. door. You have to feel <laughs> sorry for me today. You have to say, oh, poor Lord Hay. All together. Like oh. <laughs> oh. Do, you need, do you need a hot toddy? <laughs> so we're here. You've got, some... you've heard of Anyone got any Calpol? Well, I've got... <laughs> Lord... Is it Lord Flu? It's Lord Flu. contracted Lord Flu. <laughs> I've got Lord Flu and it's not very good. Poor Jeeves has worked far too hard trying to keep me better just so I can speak to you chaps this evening. And I tell you what, I feel shuffling awful. But uh, if I can soldier on, I'm sure everybody else can. But no, it's pleasure to have James on the line. Of course, we heard in the background there, Mr Victoria Wood. How the double you, my darling? Hello, my lord. I'm all right, thank you. Are you? <laughs> well... Um, no, I'm not. But oh, we sh- Christ. We've, co- we've covered it. Oh, oh, <laughs> Bloody hell. Have you stopped your Pudgy, be... <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, I just had to advance, is it? Really, I'm... Oh, sorry. Um, oh, Pudgy, oh, oh boy, how the double are you? Well, I'm, I'm all right. You're making me all listening to you. you <laughs> it's like an episode of Sesame Street. This one's brought to you by Benadryl and Calpol. And Benadryl. Vermigil. <laughs> now that's for something else. That's for a more yeast infection based uh, problem. I've certainly not got one of those, old boy. And what kind of chuffed up Sesame Street did you watch when you were little, Pudgy? Old B, that sounds terrible. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, it was. Uh, it, it was. It was some niche porn I was watching. You know what I mean? Mr. <laughs> Davies, old boy, I'll have a double U. I'm, I'm considerably better than you, but having spent the whole day at some some 
place the other side of town in S2. I'm feeling a little Ooh. bit a bit, little bit dirty. So Ooh, I, you got swine flu? Yeah, so I, I need to kind of just like get in the shower and just scrub and scrub and scrub and scrub. That's how I feel this evening. <laughs> <laughs> well, we've got just a chap to do that for you, Mr. David Albin. Eddie's back. Eddie, how you? Oh, boy. <laughs> hey, you know what? I will scrub any of you happily. <laughs> you know, it would be an honour. Um, and you know what? And it would go on a special edition of Sesame Street. That, I think... I'm clocking off as we speak, Ed. After nine o'clock. <laughs> I've just got visions of something being released on Twitter of Eddie Scrubbing Rich with a Brazzers logo in the corner. You know what I mean? Would not be the first time. Would not be the first time. In the back of the fake taxi. <laughs> I'm sure I don't know what any of you dirty, dirty chaps are talking about. Um, but how nice it was. All here, all all of the weekers, all in one place, all at once. That's just chuffing marvellous, isn't it? Well, we're all fair weather fans, aren't we, Lord H? That's what it is. We've all turned up now because we're in the playoffs. You know what I mean? Well, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. How, how many of us have got tickets for the... Uh, the the massive away leg in Huddersfield. I'm not being funny. I'll put it out there. I've I've actually I've thought about it this evening, and I reckon this is the first serious, big, important game for Sheffield Wednesday in the last 25 years that I've not got tickets for. I'm, I'm missing it. You've not got tickets. You yeah, told me no. you could get me a ticket. <laughs> I, I thought so. I honestly, I you know what. Okay, call me an idiot. Okay, you know when people say he's an he's an abusive boyfriend. You're in an abusive relationship. You need to leave him. And and people say no, no, no. You don't understand him. He, he's really kind. He wouldn't lie to me. He wouldn't lie to me. Well, the Sheffield Wednesday ticket office lied to me today. I don't know whether they did it to me on purpose or whether it was just <laughs> an innocent mistake. But maybe that's said, why. Maybe that's the whole thing. Maybe was, that was their entire plan was to stop you going to Huddersfield away. Was this the SWC ticket office or tickets? Office? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. no, you know what? Hey, I tell you what, open shout out on the podcast now. If you are behind the at SWFC ticket account, I'm not going to say spoof account because you know it could still be the club. It could be Chan Siri just messing with us. <laughs> uh, come forward. There are unlimited pints for you. From me because you have made my life so much happier reading your replies to people's tweets even though um i didn't get tickets for the Huddersfield away game <laughs> <laughs> i actually feel a bit sorry for lee brown now lee's a regular listener to the podcast and has been for a number of years and uh, it was his ticket it was his response that went viral wasn't it did you see that where uh, i think lee had sent a uh like a, a genuine request. That was my tweet of the week, Fudge. What are you doing? Sorry, have I just jumped quite a large no. gun there? Is oh. that really You've started. Yeah, well, you know, sod it. I'm not, I'm not even <laughs> Finish, sorry. <go> on. <laughs> but yeah, Lee had tweeted, uh, well, you know, what address are you going to send it to? And I think his, <laughs> the response from SWFC ticket said, no, we just, pick a, we just pick an address at random and send it there, which uh, <laughs> which then went viral across, <laughs> across those... Uh, you know, those knobhead accounts where, you know, football away days and <laughs> footy accumulators and all that sort of crap. And, and you know, and then my, and then there was one guy who tried to claim fame to the uh, to the thing. I think it was a Barnsley fan, wasn't it? Said, oh, when somebody steals your in. idea. <laughs> yeah. well, you've He's got, got like 14. <laughs> <laughs> this yeah. one got 17,000 retweets. And it's like Barnsley fans are like, oh, anyone but him. Anyone but him. 
Right, so before we uh, we destroy everything with this uh, <laughs> positive news, let's have a little chat about the uh, Fulham game, shall we, boys and girls? Because um, as we probably expected, there was quite a few changes made, weren't they? Um, I think we all more or less expected. I know there was some people on social medias maybe bestowing the benefits of keeping the team the same and, and smashing Fulham and carrying on. But do you think after watching the game, we did the right thing? Or should I say Carlos did the right thing? I, Them I think... sugar cubes, my lord. They have officially dropped. <laughs> we don't have to worry now. You can all have a sweet ex. It's fine. Now we can build up three. Three isn't too big to build. That is fine. I'm happy with that. Let's just, let's concentrate now. It needed to happen. Needed to break the, not a curse, but it almost... The like, sugar cube mounting. Like, <laughs> for like six games, it felt like an absolute buzz. And then after a while, it felt like any minute now, this is going to fuck up and we are going to be absolutely screwed. Wouldn't you rather it happen on Sunday when neither of us had to play for? We played our B team, which, to be fair, is a bloody good team, mm. despite it being our B team. So happy days. You know, we're back. We're back now. We can pick up one sugar cube, put it level for Sunday. And then we build, we build and we build and we build. And by the time we're at the top of the Premier League, it'll be as high as my house, that you'll be able to see North Stand. <laughs> <laughs> Hang on, according to your maths, you can only build it to six. It can't go higher than six. If it gets to six, you've got to knock it down. In Premier League, in Premier League James, it doesn't matter. If it's in Premier League, you can build it as high as you want. I'll catch a so flight from, to Spain for oh, a minute. Oh, it's different bothered. rules in the Premier League. I'm just trying, I'm trying yeah, to keep up with this. I'm not, I'm not sure we I particularly understand it. We get 3D full-length players on match of the day in the Premier League. You don't get that in Channel 5, <laughs> do you? Yeah, people are calling it the two hundred million pound game. Uh, that's gone up a hundred million in the last five years. Uh, that's because of the amount of sugar cubes you've got to buy. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you know what I, mean? <laughs> I, mean, I, I was I was a little disappointed with it, to be fair. And it, it the, the major thing I was disappointed with was Matthias, um, that getting sent off. I just thought it was a silly, silly thing to do, and that probably cost us the result. To be fair, it would end up a draw, I think, for that if it wasn't for that. Because we were just chasing shadows after he after he went, and it just and it just disappointed me about it. He, you know, that's his chance, and then he goes and gets himself sent off for a silly foul. Putting it out there now. But do you think it was a red card? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Hundred percent. Yeah. Absolutely. Is that yeah. is that his last ever game for us? Yeah. Of course it is. It's got to be, hasn't it? With that sort of attitude, is, like, is it, it's got to yeah, be. That is like walking into the office on a Friday afternoon. And everyone being all chilled and just going in and taking a shit in the middle of the office, isn't it? It is like, yeah, totally. it is just how the, screwing... how the hell did you find out about that? After five years, they said that was taken off my employment record. <laughs> yeah, but it is, it is. That is really, really poor showing. And the thing is, from the minute he touched the ball in the first minute of the game, he was so desperate to do stuff with it. And he just let that get carried away, didn't he? He was just like a kid on heat. He was just determined that he was going to win everything. And he can't win everything by breaking someone's legs in half. It just doesn't work. So that, for me, for me as a fan who, yeah, all right, I hadn't paid the 40 quid that a lot of people had on the day. But for me, that's just that's just poor showing that. That was your opportunity to prove your place next season. And do you know what? You can sod off now. I'm not bothered. Go and join Blackburn. He was hanging by a thread, wasn't he? I like, you know, even if he'd have come out and had an unbelievable game and set up three goals, he still was going to be on the outside looking in. So, yeah. as, 
I would be amazed if we ever see him in a Wednesday shirt again. And that's, you know, it's not because he's unprofessional and it was stupid getting sent off because it was. Just because, you know, to be honest, if he hadn't played or if he had played and not done anything particular, uh, he would still be still be gone. So there's, there's, um, worse, there's worse players that could have got sent off on on Sunday than yeah, him. Yeah, exactly. exactly. And you know what? Yeah. I'd, I'd gone I'd gone down to uh, get beers for several of the members of the Wednesday week team. Um, <laughs> I was just so, waiting for my beer. <laughs> yeah, so I did. I didn't see the incident until it was played again on the on the monitors. What I saw first was the red card, and I my instinctive reaction was. Shit, not Hutch. Shit, not Hutch. Shit, not Hutch. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. You know, and, and, and when it was Matthias, I, honestly, it was like I, it could have been one of their players sent off. As far as I was concerned, it did not matter. <laughs> it did throw the game for us, though, didn't it? It, it did yeah, mean it did, that yeah. it was yeah. it was kind of over as a contest because they didn't play as weakened a team as 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 we did. And in actual fact, I, yeah, we were we certainly weren't terrible, were we? We we put in a half decent. Um, performance. It wasn't, you know, as bad as the game that can't be mentioned at the end of um, of last season, which was absolutely dire. Um, it was, you know, it was which half one was that, James? Which one was <laughs> that? It was, well, seeing as you, seeing as you asked, was that Fulham away? What, what, what I'm talking about is Wolves away um, last season. It was, it was, it was, it was, it was Fulham at home. It was Fulham at home this time around. Um, no, what, seriously, James, guys, 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 guys. I've got to hold my hands up. It's my fault. It's my fault. Because I thought, right, this game it doesn't is, matter. It is. Let's get and the hoodoos you know, out of the way. Do you know what so pisses me off, I, James? It's last week you promised you wouldn't do this. I and didn't. you did it. I did. Yes, you did. Don't, you said, don't you make said, stuff up. Don't you make stuff you up, you big lying cow bag. That's not true at all. <laughs> no, 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 you no, no, said no, no. you weren't going to do it again. You did. Right. You promised. Yeah, no, I thought, I thought, but I've got to break the hoodoo. So I wore the trainers mm. that I was talking about that we've lost every time we've <laughs> oh, them. I wore I wore the hat I wore the hat that I've not seen us win in and I also wore the Wednesday shirt that I wore to the playoff final last season I thought I'll wear all three and then if we beat Fulham at least I know the hoodoo's gone well we didn't so they're in the bin there we go do do you know what what I did when I got home (laughs) when I got home from the match on on Sunday I'd I'd worn the the white um, third strip and I took it off and said to Paula I'm not wearing that again this season that's it That's, that's done with this season now for me it's too much bad luck in that shirt. That's a, a bold claim with so much of the season to go, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Three right, bold that's it. Though. I'm not oh. wearing that again this season, even though the season's over. I'm done. <laughs> I think there were some positives to be taken out of the game as well. I thought Kieran Lee was absolutely immense, wasn't he? He was. And uh, I don't think any of us can argue that the main first-team players that played were all, both of them, <laughs> what do you want to say? Who's the other? They were good. They, well, there was. Oh, Jordan Rhodes, Kieran Lee. Jordan Rhodes, Kieran yeah. Lee. Uh, That's about yeah, it. Yeah, they isn't it? they were great. <laughs> they were, <laughs> let's not get a fine, James. <laughs> let's lie about this. Jordan Rhodes, Kieran Lee, Matthias, Samido. They were all brilliant. You know, our main first team players. Let's not go fine. There, I, there um, was Hutch. There was Hutch. Yeah, yeah but. You know, I think I think most of them were told stand back, you know, and same as Fulham were probably told. To be fair, because everybody stood back, there was no sort of real urgency to the game. It was a bit like Leighton Orient the other week when, you know, ref called it off and might as well kick it about a bit. There was no sort of urgency until there was a goal. There was nobody was bothered, were they? Nobody was, and none of us in the crowd were. I think we were all kind of just there just to see it out. I think from both sides. 
Um, and fair so point, end, then we had so end of term though, wasn't it? To the point where I even yeah. brought some like board games in. I, I it felt like the last day of term. <laughs> I turned, playing not, even, not even wearing a uniform. Brought some Bit board games in. Yeah, no, playing, I had uh, pie face time. <laughs> yeah, I, te- I had test match cricket. Ian Botham's test match cricket. <laughs> I was playing that. It was fantastic. I think I think Mr. Winnell was trying rather hard, wasn't he? I mean, he, I thought his goal was great, and I think he was trying to to show what he can do because he has been rather left out of things just recently, hasn't he? So I think he did push a little bit, maybe to Carlos some food for thought. Do you, do you know that was, that yeah, was a... I love that kid. I love that kid. I think he tries so hard. Yes, he might not be prolific. Well, no, why isn't he prof- prolific? He's, he's played how many games and scored? Is it three goals now? Four three. goals? Three. And I, do you know what? He really does try. He's like, he's like a modern-day Dave... Knew you. No, That's no, no, no. <laughs> Let's not be mean to him. There's no need to be, no need to be nasty. I think Mr. Winnell's fantastic. I just think he is, he grasped, unfortunately, he? below the pecking order at the moment. And and I, I really do think that he's he's, he's trying to, to dig it out. I mean, when he scores, you see the passion when he scores. He, he knows what he wants. And um, and I think he really is trying to, to sort of bust back into the team. But it's going to be difficult for him with the uh, the quality, the amount of quality strikers we've got at the minute. And it's bit is okay, it, though? Because we've not got Hooper, have we? Well... There's no hoops. No so... hoops. Does he stand a chance? I'd give him a shot. I don't see why not. As <laughs> I'm going to make a rhyme every time. Um, but... <laughs> One time. Why, why not? You know, he's he, he's a grafter, and you can play him behind the front two if you need to. You really can. And like I, I'd mix it up a bit. Like why not? Like we have got. Do you know what? Like. I'm not going to go into it yet, but I had an interview tonight where I was talking about Sheffield Wednesday. I won't mention it yet. I don't want the autographs flying in or whatever. Not like a job interview? But no, no, on the on radio, on wireless. Not um, wireless. Not wireless. But I just, I, I've got a lot of love for that guy. I really do think that he has our best intentions at heart. And I think he had a really rough time at whatever they're called. So he's, you know, a footballer who can possibly possibly come really really good for us and I don't think he gets enough credit for what he does and for the games that he's played and the goals that he's scored and the positions he's got into to get those goals I think he's spot on you know for 500 grand oh it's absolutely Paul's his top scorer yeah my favourite is that he finished Paul's top scorer for the season and (laughs) potentially as well uh, Lucas Zhao can get relegated and promoted in the same season. So before we move on, um, I think one player who hasn't really featured uh, this year, especially not because we haven't had the kind of cup run that we had last year, um, Joe Wildsmith getting his, his chance to really uh, show what he yep. can do. Absolutely. And you know what? He uh, he showed that he can hack it in this division against a very good team. And I know we just, we've said that neither neither team were really going for it. But actually, when that first goal went in, suddenly it was all hands to the pumps, wasn't it? And uh, he made two or three really, really decent saves. And I don't know what the, the idea is for Joe next season, whether... Um, well, you know, what he thinks, whether he feels like he wants to go and become a number one somewhere, but... It bodes really, really well because he has come on again. Another step change from where he was last year. Um, 
as, a, as understudy to Kieran Westwood. So, you know, big shout out to Joe Wildsmith. In a game that really meant nothing, I think he showed, uh, you know, that he can, he, you know, he can do a job for us. The, the one bit that stood out for me with, with, with Joe was was when uh, late in the, the first half, I think it was, when Chris Martin clattered him big time. Chris Martin kind of rolled around a bit on the floor and Joe, yeah. and Joe just got up and walked, carried carried on. I thought it was brilliant. You know, it, it was a, it was a pr- 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 pretty dirty tackle, I thought. But uh, he just got on with it and shrugged it off. On one, on one final note, Chris Martin, right? He's been out for, what, three games, four games? He was out before last weekend, was it? I could I could run 10K before him. Jesus Christ. How much has he eaten in those three or four games? He was enormous. He looked so unfit. It's to be fair, you know, when, you, when you, you're touring with Coldplay, you eat a lot of drinks. <laughs> you know, I was looking for an angle there. I, I, I just think that's a bit harsh of him, to be honest, Vic. I, I was going to go with... I was going to go with... Uh, yeah, I was going to go with he's never been the same since uh, Gwyneth Paltrow gave him the shit. Yeah, that's that's <laughs> what I was going for, Giselle. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> On the flip side to that, um, now top of my shopping list for the uh, for the summer, um, should I be appointed head of recruitment at Sheffield Wednesday, uh, would be Tom Kearney, <laughs> who I thought was by far and away the best player on the pitch and one of yeah, the best players that I've seen at Hillsborough this season. He was absolutely phenomenal fantastic football i can understand why fulham fans say that he's you know, single-handedly kind of took them towards the um the playoffs because he was i don't think i've seen a player that's able to be in all the different parts of the pitch that he was seemingly at the same time he was phenomenal tom kearney seems to have topped nearly every chart that's going for the position that, that he that he plays in in terms of you know uh Yards covered, uh, passes leading to this, and you know uh, tackles in here, and all. He, he seems to have topped everyone. One other <laughs> thing about the uh, the Fulham game as well, before we move on, which I'm sure that we'll all with all um, echo, is just a big well done to um, all the Wednesday fans for joining in in the minutes applause uh, for uh, Nigel Goodinson, who which was which was brilliant to see everyone kind of getting involved in that and getting joined in with uh, with that. I thought that was a very fitting kind of send off for him. Question. Where would you find all of the following in one place? Chairs, tables, beer, Vic, James, more beer, Dickie Al, Eddie, more beer, and the rest of the Wednesday Week gang. That's right, it's the Riverside Cafe's new outside bar. All of your favourite lagers, ciders, soft drinks and hand pump ales are now available outside. Come and see the gang and give it a try. The Riverside Cafe's new outside bar. Now open on match days. Uh, right then, ladies and gents, let's crack on with the other Wednesday news from this week, shall we? First things first, under-23s have done an absolutely chuffing sterling job, haven't they, boys and girls? Again, another fantastical win um, against Millwall 2-1 uh, throughout the week, which sees them through to the uh, their own playoff semi-final, if you like. Um, it's going to be final. against Hull. It's the final, it's not the semi-final. Oh, sorry, I apologise. The playoff final, I am sorry. That was the semi-final just played, wasn't it? Um, it and was. of course, it has to be said. I know, it's, I know it's a team game. Mr Hurst scored two goals. And do you guys have any idea of how many that is he scored this season? 817, sure isn't it? <laughs> 34 goals for the season for young George Hurst so far. That's and he's good. obviously still got one game left. Sign him 34. up! How amazing is that? 34 Ten grand goals. a week. Jordan who? Jordan <laughs> I, who? I've got. I've only got one question with regards to this. Well, uh, that's a lie. I've got about four questions with regards to this. So, am I right in thinking that they finished top of the league? Yes. Yeah. But yeah. but they're in the playoffs. Yeah, I wondered that too. And the top of the league. The playoff. The playoff semi final. 
the playoff semi-final was just a one-leg game that was at Hillsborough. Yes. And the final is also just one game that's at Hillsborough. Yeah. yeah. But if Charlton yeah, yeah, had yeah. won their semi-final, then we'd have been playing Charlton at Charlton. Um, it's yeah. whoever essentially finished above gets the, the right to play the game at home, if you like. Right. Who is more massive, basically, isn't it? Okay, so um, if we win the playoff final, we get promoted? No, they're just the best under-23s team in the country, if you like. The, uh, it's like, a, it's like, a, a, like Northern, Southern League, etc. Yeah. But there was a whole Division 2 aspect to it. Don't At the end of this, don't we get promoted? So we play against, you know, Man United and Arsenal and fucking Blackburn. Do we not play against all them? <laughs> As, as as far as I understand it, and again, I'm not going to claim to be an expert on this, but the the that area, if you like, is governed by the facilities. So each academy um, has a, a specific rating, and those ratings put you in a, a specific league, but it's a regional league. It just seems a bit backwards, though, because you kind of just want to go, well, what are you playing for, lads? You know what mm. I mean? Yeah, it, if it, you're it, playing an academy, if you're playing United, Man United Academy, for instance, which clearly shove a lot more money into their youth system than, than we do. Yes. It's an unfair competition, if you like. I, I understand that, but if you've got a team that's better than the other teams in the league, like Sheffield Wednesdays is right now, they're just going to piss it every year, surely. I mean, what competitive angle, what competitive, you know, competition are they going to come up against? I mean, they're, they're just going to win every week. You know, there's no umph there. There's no, you know, do you know, do you know what I mean? Is this all no, done I, on like grading of the academy and stuff like that? Yeah, we, yeah, our, our academy absolutely. got upgraded, didn't it? Which is, do you move up and down the leagues on the grading of your academy rather than who wins the league and who loses, who finishes yes. bottom and stuff yes. like that? Right, okay. I ask that just because I seem to think that there's a lot of people on Twitter get very excited about we're in this playoff final, and yet I don't think anyone actually understands what the hell it means, and I'm one of them. No. <laughs> so we, we, the one that the regional league, if you like, and then, obviously, played Millwall, who were the equivalent for the Southern League, as far as my understanding goes. And then um, the the whole was, I, I believe, I could possibly be wrong, the next level up, if you like. Is it is it like like, like basketball? It's a top eight at the end play, in in England play play the playoffs to win to win a trophy, basically. Is it, I yeah, ice hockey's like that, of... isn't it? Yeah, ice hockey, yeah. you can finish yeah, top yeah. of the league, but it still doesn't mean anything. Because you've still got to go through the playoffs after that. Precisely. Yeah. Absolutely. All right. Oh, well, so, it's a lot clearer now. I'm glad I asked. So it's, a, <laughs> it's a good thing anyway. Whatever else happens, it's a wonderful, wonderful thing because it's only um, showing the, the club as a whole in a wonderful light as well. And it really does, I know we've said it a million times, but the work that's been done in the academy has just been immense hasn't it it really has been great so um, if you do fancy a bit of a fun evening out hopefully we shall be playing Hull in the final um, on Friday night I think tickets about four quid or something ridiculous like that three so quid. if you were uh, three quid or better three if you're a season ticket holder or three if you're a season ticket holder so if you've got a, a, a spare Friday night pop down to Hillsborough and uh, cheer the chaps on if I wasn't, yeah. if myself and Vic weren't spending an evening at uh, the great Nigel Short's 37th Ooh. birthday then we'd be there <laughs> it's just a you know what do we do? Go on now, just 37th or go and watch the under 23, so... I probably wouldn't, to be fair. It's a long right. way to travel. I um... Yeah, yeah. I, I, I'd definitely be there with the under 23s all night long. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, we know. We know about that, yeah. <laughs> Especially, you know, we've got such a good record against Hull in playoff finals, so um, it's a, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a given. 
Yeah. Uh, right, so on to the various plaudits that we've been passed on uh, at the end of, towards the end of the season as well. First things first, Carlos has won a Manager of the Month, which has in the past been somewhat of a, uh, a pain in the bum, hasn't it? But um, hopefully, um, <laughs> we, we, we've seen off a lot of hoodoos, as we've mentioned this season so far. Hopefully this will be one we can see off as well. Didn't, well it's not, is hey, it? Yo. We lost. It's already done. We lost. So it's, it's sorted. <laughs> <laughs> we got rid of it. Didn't already. Win the um, the manager of the month the the year we got promoted from from the Premier League as well. Uh, yes, yes. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he won. Yeah, uh, yeah. He won uh, netball dad of the month as well. I think. <laughs> That's not like you at all, Opie. Um, <laughs> but no, uh, absolutely fantastic news for Carlos. And of course, in this Carlos way, he mentioned that uh, it's not just his award; it's for the staff and everything else, which I suppose is right. But uh, a nice little plaudits for Carlos. Um, other little plaudits we've had as well. Um, Fletch has been um, granted, shall we say, the um, EFL Player of the Season as well, which is really, really interestingly good. What's what's going on with you tonight? You're getting everything wrong. What are you doing? Four four pounds to get in on Friday. EFL Player of the Season. Log off, log off. That's He's done bollock all this season, to be fair, hasn't he? He's just had a good month. He's not going to win Player of the Season. Bloody hell. EFL Man of the Month. Listen, you are Ill, aren't you? Fletcher, Poor old Stephen Lord Fletcher H. Fletcher needed, needed a positive because he'd been dropped as the spokesperson for Advanced Hair Studio in favour of Shane Warne. So, so now he know. is officially Lord Hillsborough's Player of the Season. <laughs> yeah, yeah, which, which is, we which should get him a trophy. I apologise, ladies and gentlemen. You're quite right. You are quite right. It is player of the month rather than player of the season. I apologise, ladies and gentlemen, which I still think is fantastic. Um, I mean, he has had a very, very good month, hasn't he? Yeah, this, if, if you remember, this is the award that a Wednesday player won pretty much every month last season because it's one that's voted for by fans. So I think that's, that's why he won. I'm not even sure that he'll win our player of the month, will he? <laughs> no. I think we, uh, we're, we're as bad as Arsenal fans when it comes to an online poll, aren't we? Yeah, you know what I mean? yeah. Don't take it away from the chap. I think he's been marvellous and I think he's been wonderful and I think it's thoroughly, thoroughly deserved. And I'm sure no Wednesday fans voted for that at all. And of course, going on to the Sheffield Wednesday player of the season, it is Westwood that has uh, Westwood! received that plot. Dropped the bomb. Rap, 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 pow, pow, pow. The yeah, big is dog is one player of the year. <laughs> Enjoy that for Jopey. Um, but again, we, we, we spoke about it last week, but he was my vote. I know you guys had different ideas, but he was my vote for player of the season. Um, it was a much, much, much closer run thing this season, though, wasn't it? It really was. Yeah, it was. It was. Yeah. It was a. We, we we talked about this, didn't we, last week? And I think we, a, a couple of us agreed on on Hutch were going to be our as our choice. But then beyond that, I think everyone kind of had a a different idea. Do you see how close it was between Westwood and Hutch? There was like something like not point not two percent of the vote in it between the two of them. So incredibly, uh, incredibly close. Um, mm. But um, yeah, I can't. I don't think we can really complain about it. I, I said earlier to, to you guys before we started recording, in, in some ways, I kind of feel like Westwood, his season hasn't been as good this season as he's actually been in, in, in previous years. Um, but I, I, I think you know, elsewhere, 
there's uh, that's a good thing though no, no, isn't it? i just mean in the past we've thing. had really big kind of standout players we've had phenomenal seasons like outfield players uh, that have overtaken him um whereas this season i think there's been a lot of players that have been all right but there's not been any one standout outfield player has there um which kind of allows kieran to maybe get the credit that yeah. maybe he's not got in previous seasons so it's fair dues Brilliant. Love it. Absolutely love it. Um, right, other little bits and bobs. Uh, James, I believe you had some stats on the, the wonderful new average attendance at Hillsborough for this season. Yeah, obviously it was a full house against Fulham or as full a house as we can have these days, which uh, pushed our average attendance for the season to 27,129, 27,129, uh, which is our highest attendance since we are in the Premier League, highest attendance since 97, 98, so what, nearly 20 years, um, which I think is brilliant um, and uh, a testament really to um, how good a season it's been overall uh, that uh, we get the, the highest attendance for such a long time. So, um, yeah, good stuff. Is, is that... Is that our best attendance since the Premier League years then, yeah? Yeah, yeah. It was 99, wasn't average it? Average attendance, down. yeah. Yeah. Average, That's, not... Yeah, average, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's pretty impressive, isn't it? To be fair, and I know football's changed, and I know that yeah. um, there are more people watching football now than ever before, blah, blah, blah. But I think that probably approaches, and I've got the figures, I think that probably approaches the average attendance that we had when we were at the top end of the Premier League in the early 90s, and we were probably the fifth or sixth most supported club in the country. So, yeah, you, I, it's, it's brilliant. You know what, the... <laughs> <laughs> I'm just having a little look back through the, um, the, the attendance chart, if you like, and it looks as though the highest average attendance for a season was the, the 92 season, which I think we'd all mm. expect, wouldn't we? Uh, which was 29,500. Um, but yeah, after then, uh, 93, 27.2, 94, 27.19. So yeah, it really, really is right up there with uh, sort of our our highest attendances. It really is fantastic. And it just goes to show what Mr. Chancery and Carlos have done at the club to to make people want to go and sit their bums down at Ellsbury and watch some football again. And everybody complains about match day ticket prices. There we go. Is it really showing that if the product is there, then we'll pay to go and watch it? Book them and they will come. <laughs> <laughs> Show them something worth showing and they will come. Uh, but no, brilliant, absolutely fantastic. And hopefully, 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 um, if we've got those attendances back, uh, we'll see them in the Premier League next year again. It'll be bloody marvellous. Um, right then, ladies and gents. So there has been some new stories knocking around that... <laughs> Personally, I, I don't really want to talk about Ooh, it's awkward. Oh, it's so awkward. Oh, my yeah. him, wind uh, him, wind him. Uh, we're not going to get any anything from the star, are Hold we? him back. Hold him <laughs> back. Oh, dear Lord, Long gone, right? I've worked in PR for 11 years, and I have never had a client screw me over with a journalistic <laughs> community as I have had in the last week. Oh, my God. Well, you can kiss goodbye for your press releases. You can kiss goodbye to the invention in the Star Online, all thanks to a certain Lord of Essex. Don't get you um, I'm not here to... <laughs> <laughs> I don't mean to be rude, and I didn't mean to be rude in the slightest. I'm not here to 
to bow down to the press or anything at all like that. Not at all. Somebody's got to ask questions of the question askers. And uh, that's all I was doing. I was just asking a few questions. And it, it, uh, Personally, I think the, the press have an important role to play in a playoff push. And I think negative nonsense news stories that, that don't really need to be told. Hang on. Whoa, it's not it a nonsense news story at all, is it? That's, that's, I think that's very dismissive. I think it's absolutely fair dues. I, I'm 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 leaning towards being Team Star on this one. Yeah, but you've been wrong about things Team in the James. past as well, there, James. The only reason I'm speaking about this now is because I know you guys want to speak about it. So I'm I'm trying to be polite and respectful. <laughs> so if you want to walk on about this crap. <laughs> If yeah, you we guys all, want, we to... All want to say you were wrong, Lord H, it's just you, like, you know what I mean? Not in the slightest. I, I am. If, I, I shall not just sit meekly and quietly if I think something's a little bit iffy. And um, my, my main argument with that particular story, if you like, is that the next day, um, the same story was essentially reprinted, saying that fears had grown and nothing else had actually changed. So in my eyes, again, it just pointed towards a nonsense. But. If you chaps would like to discuss this very, very important um, negative nonsense, then please, by all means, do so. Right, so who wants to chip in now and know for a fact they're going to be blocked on Skype for the rest of this season? I've, I've not blocked anybody, my darling. I've not blocked That's anybody it. for doing anything. Speak now or ever hold your place on the podcast. If you, I, 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 I'm not here to, um, to censor you, my darling. Apart you'll from you'll be coming the, 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 the Donald but, Trump of the podcast, and you're going to be, you're going to be, you're going to be <laughs> yes, sacking us in the morning. This is next week. I mean, this is Lord H. Everybody else has been sacked. It's just me. <laughs> it's just me now. But listen, all right. Let me let me nail my colours firmly to the fence in the middle, where. Yes, I, I don't believe that the article was nonsense. But then again, I also agree with you, Lord H, to the extent of um, it was done a little bit clickbaity, wasn't it, in terms of the headline? And, 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 and that's, I'm assuming that's probably the majority of why it got your ass up. There was also a, a wonderful story from the start today um, about how um, a Huddersfield Town player thinks that Huddersfield Town can beat Sheffield Wednesday in the playoffs in the Salah, which... Confuse me no end as well. Yeah, um, Sides of the coin, isn't it? You want it, you know. It's it's it's, it's no, a it's tough new time. I'll to... grab the, the Huddersfield Star or whatever the job is called. Right. No, it's, the examiner. It's a no, they're too busy printing you... stories about how we've got a forty thousand stadium <laughs> and have only given them two thousand because we're <laughs> bastards. <laughs> Even though all four teams in the playoffs have only given them, uh, given each other um, two thousand away tickets. Look, guys, look. Think back to a year ago, right? When we we knew when Carlos first came in, it was a one year deal. His his first season was one year deal. The back end of last season, it was revealed that he'd signed a new contract. And yet, for the first time that any of us could ever remember, the length of a manager's contract was not disclosed. It was a secret. And we talked about it on the podcast, and we all said it's a bit strange that they've not announced how long it's for. We didn't think anything more into it other than that, just that it was a little bit odd. And then at some point, it became common knowledge. I think it was I think it was said by Carlos, but I can't remember that it was a three year contract. Uh, and now we get to the end of the season, and it's revealed that he's out of contract in the summer. Now, you know, there are questions to be asked there, aren't there, about why wasn't it announced at the start as to what the length of his contract was? What, what, how, how can a, a manager's contract be so unusual that they decide we'd better not announce the details of it to the supporters? 
Um, secondly, why would why would the, the the manager himself then announce it, uh, reveal it's a three year deal, uh, and then uh, nine, ten, eleven months down the line, actually say, well, actually it was only one year. Like, th- there's something not right about it, and that's why I've got no problem at all with the star asking the question because I think the question needs to be asked. It's, it's a timing a bit out though, maybe. Well, I don't know. You, you can't. It's it's not for uh, a, a a journalist who works for a, a newspaper to say. Well, actually, I'm not going to ask this question now because it might disrupt the the team's plans. You know, if 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 it was me, if I worked for the Sheffield Star, then I'd probably think actually I'm probably not going to ask this now because it might disrupt the the plans. Because I'm a Wednesday fan. Right? No, I'm I, a Wednesday fan I, first. I, I don't mean disrupted. And, 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 and my 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 job would would therefore come second. But for someone that's a journalist first. And I talk as someone, obviously, that's you know, kind of worked in that industry for half my life, so I'm, I'm probably a little bit defensive. But, you know, if that is your job, then you've got to do what your job demands. And because Let, Carlos himself me, had done interviews in the Portuguese press where he said he's hopeful that he'll get a new contract in the summer, that meant that it became into the public domain this week. Therefore, it's got to be asked. If something's if it's a relevance to it... If they had just come out of it out of the blue, I don't think it's completely irrelevant right now. But if he's mentioned it in the Portuguese press, then fair play. Uh, am I the only one that when James started that rant with, um, if we go back to this time last year, am I the only <laughs> one who thought he was going to start talking about Wolves Away? <laughs> Do you know what? I think it was just before Wolves Away. I think it was just before Wolves Away when he, when he um, revealed that he signed a new contract. <laughs> But listen, right, I think what happened was, and I think if you think about it logically, this is probably what happened. He was probably told, if we get automatic, you've got a three-year deal. Nailed on, no worries. You get a payout, you know, whatever. Because let's be honest, if any of us sign a contract, if you go and work tomorrow in a two-year contract, you're not guaranteed that money. Like, if you can get sacked halfway through, you're not guaranteed that money. But in football, you are. So he's probably being told, like, Premier League, three-year contract, automatic promotion, three-year contract. However, if we don't hit that, we'll reevaluate in the summer. And I think that's what's happened. And I think that is completely and utterly fair enough. It's like a, it's like yeah. a performance, in, a performance yeah. improvement plan, isn't it? It's but like it's been put on a pit. Th- this Let, isn't about why, the, why that the, might be the, the case, because I, I, I'm not arguing with that in the slightest. But if that's the case, why did the club not just say, well, it's a one-year deal or it's a three-year deal or say something about it? it It's not whether it's right or or, or wrong. We'll just say it's a one-year deal and then if they extend it when when we get promoted, then extend it. The the fact that we're even having this conversation is because because a bad decision was made in terms of how to play the PR on on the deal. If the, the, The fans know that the club are saying openly it's next year or never, that's going to be counterproductive. So it's a, it's a judgment call. I don't think the club have got it wrong, but I do think that the journalists have a right to ask what the situation is now. Even if that does destabilise the club, they're not there to be fans. They're not there to be, to be loyal to any club in Sheffield football. They're there to be journalists. You know, I, could, I could talk about how I rate Dom House as a journalist, and you know what, he's a, he's a good journalist, and he has his, uh, he, he, he has his own agenda, and that's absolutely fine. But what I'll never say is, sorry, Dom, you shouldn't ask difficult questions because I expect you to be a Wednesday fan. That's that's, you know, that's not what an independent journalist should be. So am I okay to ask questions then? <laughs> no. 
Shut up. So I'm not allowed to ask questions, questions of the question. Coverage as possible from the local press. Do you, Why? Do you want this podcast, we... my lord? Do you want your salary? Do what you want salary? your we, salary? We do this for free. <laughs> not, you don't make any money from this. But that's, that's what? fed. It's, we're, we're saying it's all right for, for the press to ask difficult questions of Carlos. Therefore, it's got to be all right for Lord Hillsborough to ask difficult questions of the press. It's a, it's yes. a two-way street. Yes. Uh, it's got to be fine. And I very much doubt that, that Dom or Chris or anyone would, would hold anything against you in the same way that we <laughs> can't hold anything against them. Whether you're celebrating a birthday, a wedding or anniversary... Maybe you've passed your driving test, or you've landed a new job. Well, whatever your reason for a party, the Riverside Cafe is the perfect location on Catch Bar Lane overlooking Hillsborough Stadium. To inquire about hiring us for your function, call 07989 856 054 or 01 um, right then, ladies and gents, so we've got two incredibly exciting games to come. Never mind the tickets, never mind the situations with contracts, never mind anything else. Let's concentrate on the football, shall we? Because this is going to be tremendous, isn't it? Now, it has to be said that Wednesday have been sort of touted favourites for this, this leg, which is something we're all a little bit uncomfortable with, isn't it? But I certainly am. Anyway, I don't, I don't want to speak on behalf of you guys. Um, but... Uh, Huddersfield, I mean, we have beaten them twice this season. We do have a slight psychological advantage. And they are—they uh, didn't sort of do the Carlos thing of resting their bestest goalkeeper. And he got a red card and now won't feature in those games, will he? So, um, <laughs> you, you, made a, you made a great point, And I think it was the last podcast, Lord H, about teams having to, to come out and go for it. And there's no parking the bus now. So I think the games that happened previously are irrelevant. It's all kind of slates clean. Whatever went past is gone now. It's kind of a new, almost like a new mini season. Um, it's a derby game, isn't it? Every semi-final now, it's a derby. That yeah, Regardless of like whether that, yeah. it's Huddersfield or Millwall yeah. or... We, we all know there's a difference between... Orient, you know, it's, it's a derby. Everyone's going to put the their entire team behind the game. Yeah, we all know there's a difference between knockout football and, and league football. We Obviously, we all watch World Cup and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. It's a different type of football. Um, and hopefully, um, Carlos, being the master tactician that he is, um, will, uh, will, 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 yeah, I'm certainly not going to uh, uh, suggest how Carlos should play football. Um, but I'm trying so hard not to be uber, uber excited about this because I, I do think that we can do it. And I do think we can do it really, really well as well. I'm not. I'm, I'm bricking it. I'm absolutely bricking it. Well, the reason I'm bricking it is that after that video with David Wagner and Neil Warnock, you know, Warnock has given him advice on how <laughs> oh, to yeah. do yeah. it. Oh, it now. You know what I mean? Uh, you know, you can, you can all go to Bobbins. But I, 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 don't <laughs> think, I don't think it's going to be a pushover at all. I, I think they are going to give us a game. But then again, I was twitching about Brighton. And, and, and you know, I, I think we should, should go into this with a degree of trepidation. However, we have done the double over them, but, but they must have learnt something from those two games, surely to God. Yeah, stay away from yeah. Ross Wallace because he'll it's... banter you into submission. <laughs> <laughs> it's, um, it, just, it doesn't count for anything, does it? Those two games don't count for, yeah. for, for anything. We'd actually probably have been better off playing Reading, who've beaten us twice this season, because then mm. they'd have that sort of you know, false psychological advantage because they've beaten us twice this season. It, it just doesn't really count for anything. I have got an interesting stat 
uh, which actually is courtesy of my mate who uh, who put me onto this. Uh, Huddersfield are the only team to ever finish in the playoffs with a negative goal difference, um, which is just yeah, kind of interesting in itself, but also suggests that when Huddersfield collapse, they absolutely collapse. <laughs> Um, so if we can push the right buttons and get them on the right day, we 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 could well end up walloping them. So there we go. There's your happy thought for today. That's my positivity <laughs> before I go back into my kind of slightly nervous little box over here. Squeaky bum. <laughs> Squeaky bum. My, no, my worry, my worry is very much well. Apart from the fact that if Wagner turns up on what like a little miniature tractor and he is just channeling Warnock at all times, then. That <laughs> But no, uh, yeah, my um, my worry is that uh, actually we're thinking about this too much. Is that it? It's clear that our secret weapon, if you will, throughout the season and last season as well, is Carlos's ability to outthink his opponent tactically. And actually, Wagner um, has also got the same sort of plaudits for for how he has managed to get a great deal out of. Um, out of what on the surface looks like not a very promising squad. So it's very much about how they set up and how they adapt and how they change their system and their style of play to to neutralise their opponents. We have fundamentally a better squad than Huddersfield. So if it comes down to a tactical stalemate, then actually I think we have the advantage just on on pure ability. We, we have game changers in a way that they don't. But I think all of the things being equal, we are a better team. And so therefore we're right to be going into this confidently and knowing that we can, um, we can press and push for a result in the first leg that makes the second leg a much more controllable yeah, game. Yeah. The, the one player I think we shut down for them is, is, is it Moy in midfield? Um, I thought when he came to Hillsbury, he looked class and I think you can shut him down and stop him playing you know I think we've got a good chance regardless but you know that's one of the players I think one of their danger players I see in, in their side they've got Izzy Brown as Have well we... who's a, 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 a bit of a handful he's a pretty decent player uh, the the good thing is their keeper's suspended isn't he because he got sent off against um, Cardiff yeah. Uh, is, it just, I mean, is it just a one game? One game. Nightmare. Yeah, it's just it's just the um, the away leg. Whether there's anything in that, yeah. I don't know. I mean, it's obviously up to Carlos, isn't it? But whether you kind of think, well, you know, they've got a, an inexperienced keeper coming in. I don't even know who their reserve keeper is actually, but I I, I seem to think he's he's conceded. On, I've never, never heard of him. He's conceded eight goals in four games in the championship, right. and he's we, he's we, been out on loan a lot a lot this season. But you, he he does not inspire it, confidence. You'd be tempted yeah, yeah. to think, think we, you know, it's Jordan Rhodes, I, I think we have assuming to. that he plays in, in place of Hooper, back at his old ground where yeah, he yeah. scored so many goals in uh, League One and the Championship. You know, we, we, of you, the you've X. got to use that, I mean, to, to your to your advantage. You've got to do. Not just that, they, they have been shipping goals left, right and centre, haven't they? Um, so we probably be better off with the old keeper back in. I do try not to get super duper whooper excited about all this kind of thing, but yeah, it's so difficult not to, isn't it? It really, really is. Um, but it's uh, got it's got to be Rhodes' moment, though, hasn't it? This has got to be his winner. Yeah, this has got, got to, to be it. it. Yeah. He's got to he's got to prove his point. He's got to find that ten million quid that we have fought out. <laughs> that has this he already has found got... it. 
he's, he's not this just is... <laughs> about scoring goals for him, is he? No, no but he needs not, he needs that money shot, doesn't he? He needs that isn't it? moment. Yeah, I think Vic's right. Yeah, this this, this is the time when he, he announces himself, himself as a yeah 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 yeah. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, right then, ladies and gents, that's going to bring us to an end of this week's show. Do you, you guys have any other little bits for the evening? Um, well, a, a couple of bits that I was going to talk about. Firstly, just how great it is that both the home and away games have sold out. Um, and that I don't know what the attendance will be at Hillsborough because I know we've sold that end of the north stand that we don't normally sell. We've sold that little stupid corner of the uh, south stand that we're not normally allowed to sell. And obviously we've sold the lower end of Leppings Lane as well. So whether it's more than the 33,000 that's supposedly our capacity, I, I don't know. But it'll be great to have a full house at, at Hillsborough um, yeah. next Wednesday. Um, Eddie, I'm really sorry. I got tickets for Huddersfield away, so... Um, I'll 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 give them a shout from I'll give them a shout from you. One minute past nine, I was there. Refresh, refresh. Here we go. Um, and done and sorted by three minutes past nine. So um, I will I will give them a bit of a I'll give them the, the Eddie War cry um, as as well. Um, <laughs> do you know that we we're, we're going to be so not the first but certainly the second ever game in the championship to use goal line technology as well because they've they've got goal line technology Ooh, in for, yeah. for the playoff Ooh. semi-finals, which is. Um, which is quite exciting. Oh, um, it's a touchy subject. No, I don't like it. I don't like it. No. You know, I think, no, not I like think, it. I think, no. How can you possibly not like goal line technology? Because I quite got, like, I, I quite I like it. mistakes. I quite like human error on that or side even of things. Even if it costs no. us. Like the odd offside, so. but a goal is a does. goal. No. Don't. Be, no. no, seriously, no. all of you. Fan of the show, uh, Steve Basford. Um, he, he spoke to me in the Wednesday night lounge uh, before the Fulham game, and he said, uh, "Tell Lord Hillsborough we can have no discussion about the Huddersfield game. We have to talk about goal line technology." So I'm glad it's they been are. brought up, Steve. <laughs> if you're listening, we are. So just, can we just say yay, yay or nay? Literally, yay or nay from each of you. Are you in favour of goal line technology, Victoria? Nay. Daniel Fudge. Of course. What, what, what are you meant? No, so yay, yay or yay, nay? Sorry, which which bit of that was difficult? <laughs> yay or nay? Damn yay! James Marriott. Uh, a million percent yay. Lord Hillsborough. Yay. And I also yay. Um, so, uh, Hello. Uh, Hello. Asking Rich. Hello. <laughs> Hello. Oh. Hello. Oh. Yeah, You're yeah, irrelevant. Okay. Just agree with me. It's fine. Oh, fuck you all then. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'll say yay when I'm asked or not. <laughs> you know what? Steve, Steve Basford also uh, voted yay. It's very important, but it, it must be techno technologically possible to ensure that the whole of the ball has crossed the whole of the line. So, Steve, I promise you we talk about it. We have now talked about it. You can now continue to listen to the Wednesday week for the foreseeable future. Thank yes. you. Great stuff. Uh, and one other quick thing from me, and I feel a little, I feel a little bit bad here because I feel like I'm sort of stealing... Um, Vic's thunder a little bit. Sorry, Vicky's thunder a little bit. Here. Oh, hold on. Um, What's going on here? Because you obviously you were on the radio earlier today, or you were interviewed for the radio earlier today, which is going to be Jeez, used in the next couple of, of days. And that's why I feel like I'm stealing your thunder a little bit. Because um, I'm actually going to be on the. I'm going to be on the TV. I was interviewed by some <gasps> TV people no! at Hillsborough the other day, which Eddie was supposed to be as well, but he didn't turn up. Um, so it was just me that did it. <laughs> and, car uh, problems. It's Can you um, my show for didn't turn up. 
It's Can you imagine for... having a, a, an agreement with Eddie to do something and he's just not turning it just, up? It's, 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 <laughs> heaven, heaven well, that's that's all from me. Forbid. Bye. I'll see you. That's on Twitter. See you next week. Bye. Fondue's Congealing fondue. Um, so it was all for, um, effectively for Skybet, uh, obviously, who sponsored the um, the championship. Um, so, um, yeah, I apologise in advance if you find me on, like, a screen somewhere. But, um, you know, they offered me 50 quid Amazon vouchers to do it, so I'm easily bought. <laughs> the, amount of, the amount of money Skybet's had out of me. I, I expect more than the Amazon vouchers. <laughs> I think it's fantastic, yeah. I think I'm, I'm rather looking forward to it, Alvin. Uh, seeing uh, our Mr. Marriott pop up on the TV, it'd be absolutely fantastical. Of course, Victoria, um, where are you? Where, where can people possibly hear you um, out there in the wide world, other than on a well, little um, bitty podcast? Me and Fudge are on radio. We're on wireless this week, aren't we, Fudge? We are two different channels as well. I know. I, I, we are. I, we are mix it up. Mix it up, bro. Shut up. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, so I think is it tomorrow, Fudge, that you're on wireless? Yes, I'm on uh, Radio Yorkshire to uh, tomorrow morning on uh, on Darren's breakfast show, uh, which is going to be very difficult because, as we've discussed before, they're very leads based, aren't they? And uh, it's going to sound it's going to be really difficult not to not well not to swear for one, but not to be really smug. You know what I mean? Let's go, <laughs> oh, sorry, lads. You need to get the word. You need to get the word bottle in. At least yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I was I, I was on there last week, Pudgy, Obin, um, and they started to talk to me about Chef United. So just prepare yourself, Obin, <laughs> just in case. Brilliant. Well, just I for, for the benefit of anyone that's um, that doesn't know when tomorrow morning is when they listen to this, is that as, that's as in as in Thursday morning. Uh, sorry, yeah, Thursday morning, uh, circa just after eight a.m. And I'm sorry, Vic, you give me the lead in there. What's your radio thing tomorrow, Vic? No, you're on first, pal. That's fine. Um, oh, okay. I, I, however, will be on Hallam FM. Oh, commercial oh. Bauer Radio. Um, I, I don't know when, but a Sunday morning at some point before the playoff semi-final. Oh my god. Um, but yeah, I went tonight to Hallam FM Studios that I have not been to since I was like twenty and worked there. It's it was oh, that very was a long weird. Time ago. I know, I know. It was like two. <laughs> Two years ago, and I couldn't even recognise the place. I think I talked complete bollocks, to be honest. When did, but... when did yeah, no, no change. I know, but I think bear, it went all right. Bear in mind, right, Lord Hillsborough, for the last two years, has been bemoaning that we have that little E next to us on uh, on iTunes because we F and Jeff a bit more than what we used to. And uh, now, all of a sudden, what, we're media savvy enough to start getting called up on Skybet yeah. and local no, bloody radio. It's not that. It's the swearing school. It's, it's because we're free, Fudgy, Obin. That's why we get on so much stuff. It's because we don't charge anything for it. Um, <laughs> because swearing and having sex is cool, and we do, we do all of those. <laughs> I just imagine you saying that with a leather jacket on, smoking a cigarette yeah, like Danny Zuko. That that's why Sky want us because you gotta be cool. Right then, ladies and gents, uh, that's going to bring us to an end of this week's proceedings. Victoria, my darling, if people want to find you over there on the Twitterage, where can we do that? Okay, my lord, if you want to find me, I'm on Twitter at Victoria1867. Or if you want to hear me on the radio, I am on 97.4 or 103.4, I think it is, uh, yeah. aka Radio Hallam, aka <laughs> Hallam FM. 
on Sunday morning before the semi-final and you can hear my dulcet tones talking to Tom, who was beautiful on Hallam FM. Oh, stop flirting with everybody, Victoria. Oh, Good he Lord. was, though. Oh, I yes. could talk to him every week. Um, Eddie, I'll be, we're going to be back over you over there on the Twitter Ridge. So if you're in the Rotherham area, actually 104.1 FM is how you can find Hallam FM. And, uh, you can, you <laughs> yeah, can before 12 on Sunday. Victoria. Hello. Yeah, absolutely. So you guys um, just making uh, up frequencies now. No, no, check it. I tell you what, drive to Rotherham. 105.7 FM. And you, you know the reason why is because um, that was the closest transmitter to me in North Yorkshire as a kid. So I could just about get Hallam in one corner of my bedroom when I was a kid growing up. So 104.1 crew, holla! 97.4 crew, we'd take you, yeah? We'd cut you, you know what I mean? 104 crew, that's how we do. Um, (laughs) Yeah, so anyway... Sorry, brat, 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 pal. Um, so you could you could find me at compasseventjobs.com. That's slightly different from usual. That's why uh, <laughs> compasseventjobs.com are currently advertising for jobs at Sheffield United FC. So if you fancied partnering Billy Sharp up front next season, um, then yeah, by all means, go go there, compasseventjobs.com. Uh, you can talk to my my good friend Zoe Froggett. She's lovely, but she's a pig. Uh, but she's she's recruiting <laughs> for uh, people who want to work at that shit all. I don't know why. Uh, I am at Sausage Arms on Twitter. Guess where I won't be? Fucking Huddersfield on Sunday. Follow. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Davis, oh boy, where can we get all of you over there on Twitch? Well, you can't find me in any, any radio stations because no, you know I'm, oh. not, I'm, I'm not good enough for that. Um, You're too I, I good for like it. That. I, You're well, too exactly. good for it, oh boy. Um, but you can find me at Dickie Owl and um, on Saturday, Sunday evening, morning uh, and afternoon, you'll probably find me in a new barrack tavern. Um, Fudgy, or Bean, where can people find all the old nonsense over there on the Twitchage? Or can well, we still mi- find you over there on the Twitchage? Yeah, <laughs> at the minute you can't. My apologies for uh, people not being able to retweet me or anything. It's because I'm currently uh, at, at a, you know, a tricky stage of, of an interview process where I'm at a fourth interview with a company. And I thought the last thing I want is people seeing my nonsense on Twitter. <laughs> just, uh, do you know what I mean? Just like, uh, you know, me going, well, uh, you know, I'm all about synergy and, uh, and, and you know, uh, professionalism and taking businesses forward. And then, and then a bloke reading out, well, it said here you told Theresa me to get in the fucking bin. So uh, <laughs> which one are you? So, you know, uh, I've, I've just had to go... Um, you know, offline. I've got to do it on the DL for a little bit. But uh, I am at Dan Fudge. If you want to send me a um, send me a request, then uh, then then do that. But in the meantime, uh, just just keep it on the quiet. And don't forget to sponsor me for the Reds versus Blues as well. Absolutely, absolutely, uh, Mr. Marriott. Oh boy, where can we find you over there on the online edge? Do you want me to go through my radio stations, or would that be a bit? That might be a bit. <laughs> A bit boring. I have got four of them, though, so it could take a while. Um, so, yeah, I mean, take your pick of radio stations, or you can find me on Twitter at James Marriott. Fantastic. Of course, you can find uh, me over there on the Twitter at Lord H. That's L zero R D underscore H. Get on the podcast at T W W Cast as well. Of course, we're on the Facebooks, on the YouTubes, and in all the usual places as well. It has been a pleasure, as always, ladies and gents. Thank you ever so much for joining us. Be good, be safe, and we shall see you real soon. <laughs> <laughs>
that's going to bring us to an end of this week's proceedings. Victoria, my darling, if people do want to find you <laughs> over there oh. on the Twitter page, oh, Craggy, or just drop something else. <laughs> What's going on? It's the generation game. I'm dropping bombs, y'all. Someone's just throwing the towel in on damn fudge. Bloody hell. Yeah, we're mashing this place up, fam, yeah? It has been an absolute pleasure speaking to you. <laughs> 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 uh, you what? I've got to edit. You want me? It's like the shittest Scatman John ever. <laughs> the Talksport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. We understand that the journey as a supporter isn't always smooth sailing. But rest assured, you're not alone. There's a vast network of fellow fans who share your passion and may be experiencing similar challenges. Honesty is key in any relationship. If your friend asks you how you are feeling, tell them honestly. If you're going through a difficult time, let them know. Opening up about how you are feeling can really make a difference. After all, they are your mates for a reason. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. It's the 90th minute. You've got all your mates round. You've got your McNugget chair boxes coming down the left wing, ready to go. Your mate's already been booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget. Snatching all three points, back of the net. Lubosh. Automate delivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com for more information. See you later. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.